Welcome to this special Christmas episode of the Common Grounds Unity Podcast. In this episode during this Christmas season, we want to invite you to slow down, rest, reflect, and worship King Jesus, our Lord. With this in mind, we ask that you set aside the busyness of your day and worship Jesus and listen to the words proclaimed by the angels. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel, who mourns in lonely exile here until the Day spring come and cheer our spirits by thine advent disperse the gloomy clouds of night and death's dark shadows to flight rejoice rejoice Emmanuel shall come to thee O Israel O come thou rod of Jesse Satan's tyranny From depths of hell thy people save And give them victory o'er the grave Rejoice, rejoice, Bind all peoples in one heart and mind. Bid envy, strife, and quarrel cease. Fill the Come to thee, O oh, 
Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. What a great time of year to just reflect and think about our Lord Jesus Christ and to celebrate his incarnation and all of the change that has come to our world as a result. Tina, Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas to our listeners. How how are things with you this holiday season? You know, things are good. And I also would like to say Merry Christmas to our listeners. Um, I'm really looking forward to 2023. There's some really fun things in the works and ways that we can connect more with our listeners and get more input from them and uh, build our community. So I'm looking forward to that. But also, I've been thinking a lot about like at the holiday times, like the year that's happened. So all of the things you get, like the top 10 list of this for 2022, the top, you know, whatever. And I just started thinking about like the great guests that we've had and how they have enriched my spiritual walk and getting to meet so many diverse voices in our movement and um, just really grateful for our listeners, but also our guests. Boy, I I couldn't agree more. What a year it's been. What, What a blessing I know it's been to you and me to engage these that we've had conversations with through the year. Well, let's uh, let's kind of end the year focused on Jesus because, you know, it's all about Jesus. It's all about us honoring him. And even our mission is a mission to try to honor his great prayer in John 17. So so why don't we just take things right to our Lord Jesus and the Christmas story, the, the nativity, the birth of Christ, and the, the narrative about that. Let's read together. Uh, 
from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 21. And why don't you kick us off, Tina? In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was the governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And all this will be a sign for you. You'll find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Boy, Tina, isn't that a great thought to think about this time of year when it comes to our mission is common ground unity, peace among those with whom he is pleased. You know, I know we've got at Christmas time, this this secular Christmas, um, you know, baby, it's cold outside, or you know, grandma got run over by a reindeer, and all these secular songs that kind of fill the airwaves, and shopping and stress and distress, and trying to find that perfect gift. And you ask people, "Hey, do you have peace?" And they they think peace. I'm so stressed out until Christmas comes, and then there's this spiritual side that we hope to emphasize that that overtakes that that we can find this to be a time where that peace of God that comes through Jesus can really reside deeply in our hearts. What are some of your uh, your Christmas traditions that help you to do that? Do you have some ways that you, at Christmas time, uh, take, take just this and celebrate it and make it about Jesus? You know, as I was reading this, um, it's so interesting to me that you can read this same scripture over and over and each time you get something new and what I wish I had a better tradition of was pondering things in my heart like when when it was made known to Mary she she treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart and I think the difficult thing in our time is that we have so much busyness that we don't take time to like ponder what God has told us in our heart and so it so we don't 
really tap into the peace that Jesus brings. And so, I don't know, what are, Kevin, for you, what are some things that in this passage are meaningful to you or that point you back to the meaning of Christmas for your family, for your congregation? Well, so, so, um, I do some Advent readings during this time of year, which is a, uh, a tradition I've adopted in more recent years, because I, I don't know about, you know, from your side of our movement, my upbringing, we didn't stress Christmas all that much. And we've just started to adopt some practices that, that help us to, man, make everything about Jesus and, uh, and Christmas being the case. So, you know, recently I, I was reading out of, and I, shared some thoughts at our church about Isaiah. And I was thinking about our mission here with Common Ground Unity. Uh, in Isaiah, you've got this wonderful section in chapter 11. You know, Isaiah is this prophet who has more messianic prophecies in the New Testament than any other Old Testament prophet. And you start seeing it early on as he talks about this kingdom and he talks about this child that's going to be born of a virgin. And then Isaiah 9, you know, he'll be Prince of Peace among the kind of majestic titles that he's to hold. But you get into this section in Isaiah 10 where Assyria has come and, you know, just devastated Israel to the north. They've been a club in God's hand. They've been a tool of his, and they get all proud and boastful. And so God in Isaiah chapter 10 says, well, you know, my, my fire is going to burn against you, and the forest is going to be laid bare. And just as you know, you might look at Jesse's line and it's just a stump in a forest. It's going to be the same with you. But then you get this hopeful uh, statement in Isaiah 11 at verse one, a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding. And he he kind of moves and progresses into that. And of course, he's talking about Jesus, we, we believe. Uh, no other king or person coming from the line of Jesse, uh, David's father, fits that bill. And then you get into the consequences of his rule and reign. He says at verse 6, the wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the hole of the cobra, and the young child put his hand on the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And he's speaking about this peaceable kingdom, and he's speaking about us now living under the reign and rule of this little baby that was born, peace on earth, uh, that people who would have never probably acknowledged one another, let alone sit down and share a supper like the Lord's Supper on Sunday, people of different races, socioeconomic classes, languages, tribes, just so much diversity. They come together, and even though they might live in nations where they're warring against each other in this peaceable kingdom, man, they're having fellowship. They're learning to love. There's peace. And that's the now, and then there's the age to come where that's going to be perfected and all there is on the earth. So, you know, I think about our mission here in Common Ground Unity, and I didn't mean to go off on a whole sermon there, but it excites me to think that this unity that we talk about, that this this peace among brothers and sisters that we're seeking, this, this love for one another, 
you know, is very much at the heart of the Christmas story. And I think about that as I think about our, our ministry here. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about, you know, this year, the war in Ukraine and all the things that that's kind of brought up for people, like the idea of peace and war and understanding how, how much we pray for peace, like, and, and seeing that in light of Jesus's peace on earth, he's the Prince of peace, you know, all of these things. And, and I started thinking when, when I knew we were going to talk about this, you know, it's, it's hard to believe that peace is possible like to understand or personalize or internalize that. And then yesterday I started thinking, you know, but it's because Jesus came that we can believe that there is going to be peace and that there can be peace now, but there's also perfected peace, like you said, to come. And so, so what initially when I thought about like the, the peace part of peace on earth um, as you know, it's not attainable and it, there's so many things in the world that are so disturbing and, you know, whatever. And then it just like the the feeling of hopefulness and gratitude that because we are celebrating Christmas that, you know, God sent Jesus to be our peace, that we we can look at the, the events that are taking place right now with a whole different lens, which makes it even more important that we're like the shepherds and we hear the message, we interact with it, we go and see, but then the shepherds told everyone what they had been told. And so I think that's another part of, that's sweet about the Christmas story that can help us engage in more than just like accepting and receiving God's peace, but also proclaiming Jesus' peace. So I think that's something that's hopeful, especially this year for me. Yeah, I I think about what you've been up to this year with all that's going on in that part of the world. You've spent so much time in uh, Poland and doing ministry with Ukrainian refugees. And, you know, I think about brothers and sisters I know in Russia, and they they know people in Ukrainian churches and their brothers and sisters, and their love for one another crosses the hostility between the nations. And boy, we look at that and we feel like that's such a small thing in the larger scheme. And yet, you know, Scripture is telling us that's the big thing. That love that they share now really transcends the war of nations. And it's going to be what goes on into eternity. Uh, So what a time to think about this passage and to think about this, this verse. You know, I think about peace itself. You know, I, I hope our listeners... We have different levels of peace. We can have peace with God through Jesus because of the reconciling accomplishment that he, he brought to us on the cross, bearing our sin. We can rest our heads on our pillow at night this time of year when there's so much stress and know I'm right with God because of Jesus and, and then have the peace of God, right? I mean, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Worry and anxiety, we can take it all to him. What a blessing and know that we can bring those petitions and worry about nothing, and boy, the peace of God will will rule and and protect our hearts in Christ. And then we have the well, we've got the tools in Scripture to have peace with one another as a result, because we're right with God and we have His peace in our heart. It hopefully gives us the grace and peace toward one another to love better, 
And as far as it's possible with me, Tina, I want to be at peace with all men. I know it's not always possible because others don't want to make it possible, but I hope our listeners are thinking this time of year, how can I make it more possible to have peace with people with whom I've been estranged? And how can I be the one to make a difference in resolving conflict and being a reconciler? And I hope that's a dream that people share of ours as we look into the next year. Yeah. And, and not being just um, people who talk about the value of that, but do demonstrate it. I think you're exactly right. And with our Common Grounds Unity mission, um, I, I hope that in 2023 that we can demonstrate more what unity looks like because we are able to be reconciled to each other and the mission that God's given us as his children um, to bring the peace of Jesus to the world that is really hurting and in need of what we have. Amen. Amen. Well, I, I hope what we've done this year in our conversations with people has contributed toward greater unity and peace in this peaceable kingdom. And I hope more people get excited about the mission. You know, I've, I've talked to some people and shared with them what we're doing at Common Grand Unity, and some get excited and some are kind of, well, that's great go get it, but they're not too interested themselves. And I hope this becomes more and more dear to more and more people. And and we're talking about not just our own movement, but as we move forward, what does the unity of all believers begin to look like and how do we work toward it? So Amen. exciting things ahead. Yeah. Yeah. As we close out this podcast, we definitely want to let you know that the songs we played are in public domain. Those are the great things that we get to share so John Teal doesn't get in trouble. And we want to thank you for journeying through this year with us. We thank you for your love and partnership with us in Common Grounds Unity. And during this season, we encourage you to get a cup of eggnog or a cup of coffee or tea or soda, whatever it is you drink, and um, be with someone and advance God's desire for peace on earth. Tina, do you like eggnog? Ah, uh, no, not really. No, I mean I'll drink okay. it because it's Christmas. <laughs> what about you? All right, uh, yeah, I love it. And uh, our, our fellowship still going to have to be around Jesus, and not uh -huh, not yeah. what we drink, I guess. But I yes, know, go <laughs> go yeah. out get a get a cup of something with somebody and sit down and build relationships. We want to thank you again. Want to thank John Teal for all the hard work he's put in this year. And we look forward to partnering with him next year. He produces this podcast week to week and puts so much time and energy in. I'd also like to say thanks to the Common Grounds Unity Board of Directors. They are a really great group of volunteers that are committed um, to moving this mission forward. And I think that it's exciting that there are people like the board and like many other people that this year we've met through the podcast that are committed to unity in our movement and beyond. And so thanks so much, John and the Common Grounds Unity Board. Absolutely, Tina. And our gratitude is expressed as well to all those that have been guests, all those that have written essays and articles and post thoughts on our Facebook page. Thank you again, and thank you for listening to this podcast. We pray it's been a blessing. Merry Christmas to you and to yours, and we'll see you in the new year. God bless you, and we want to leave you with this song and our wishes for you and your family. Just have a blessed Christmas. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. 
let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. The face of love hang a shining star above the high years past. Here we are as in olden days, happy golden days of yours. Faithful friends that are near to us. Gather near to us once more. Through the years we've all been together. If the fates allow, hang a shining star above the highest mount, and have yourself a Christmas now.